Hello, my friends. I'm Paul. It's the Deeper Daily Podcast, and it's the third day of February. Thanks for joining us on our journey through the Gospel of Mark. Today, we're in Mark chapter 2, and we're in the 17th verse. Jesus has overheard the Pharisees saying to his disciples, how is it that he eats and drinks with tax collectors and sinners? In verse 17, when Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. I want to start with this translation issue. The last two words are an addition. They're not in the earliest Greek. Our earliest Greek reference from Mark says, I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. He stops at the end of sinners. He doesn't say call them to repentance. He says, I come to call not righteous people. I come to call sinners. So you can say repentance is necessary for all of us anyway, but Jesus's heart doesn't seem to be to get the sinner to do anything. It's to call the sinner. It's to bring the sinner to himself. This journey in Christ is not about what he can get you to do, what he can get out of you, what he can get from you. This is not a selfish relationship. And for too many of us, Christianity became a religion of selfishness. God's the one that's selfish. You're going to do it my way or the highway. Uh, I'm going to get this out of you, going to put this in you. If you don't get this out of you and get this in you, then you're not going to be in me. And I'm not. And, and that's exhausting, and it's not the nature of Jesus. So I want to drop the phrase to repentance and just leave Jesus saying what the Greek has him saying. I didn't come to call the righteous but sinners. Now, lest you think that what Jesus is doing is calling the Pharisees righteous or healthy, because healthy is also a a word that is used here. Um, Those who are well don't need a physician. Those who are healthy don't need a doctor, but those who are sick need a doctor. Lest you're thinking that Jesus is calling the Pharisees healthy and the others sick. May you remember that Jesus is a practicing Jewish man and that his text is the Hebrew Bible. His songbook is the Hebrew songbook, the book of Psalms. And this is a famous three-verse passage from Psalm 14, verses 1, 2, and 3. Jesus would have known this. This would have been part of his theology. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there are any who understand, who seek God. They have all turned aside. They have together become corrupt. There is none who does good. No, not one. So Jesus is not stacking the pious Pharisee against the sinning tax collector. He's not saying, hey, Pharisees, get over yourself. You're okay. Don't be so mad at those who aren't. No, he's calling all of them sinners. Both the people that the Pharisees are judging and the Pharisees themselves. 
I mean, tax collectors, prostitutes, definitely they're spiritually sick. But if Jesus wants the Pharisees to think of themselves as spiritually healthy, then there is no need for the four Gospels to show Jesus in such a verbal match, so much sparring against the religiosity of the Pharisees. I think what Jesus is actually doing is breaking down these artificial categories, this legalistic, works-based righteousness religion that is promoted by the Pharisees, and bringing us back into the unity that we are all sinners in need. We are all sick in need of a physician. This is his teaching, that everybody, all of us, are in desperate need. Remember, we're not there yet. So I say remember because you've read the Bible before, but there's a spot coming up in Mark when the Pharisees and some of the scribes come to Jesus and they're all mad because the disciples are using unwashed hands. They don't wash their hands before eating everything. Uh, What they're actually not doing is they're not doing it according to the traditions of the elders. And they ask, why are your disciples doing this? Um, And Jesus responds to them, and I know I'm ahead of myself, but it helps here. Jesus says to them in Mark 7, 6, Didn't Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites? As it's written, this people honor me with their lips, but their hearts far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. You leave the commandment of God and you hold to the tradition of men. Jesus separates actually honoring God from traditions that separate men from one another. So wherever there becomes a chasm in fellowship, I'm not allowed to fellowship with you. I'm not allowed to eat with you. I'm not allowed to call you my friend. Jesus looks at that as the traditions of men, even though they are upholding it as the traditions of God. This is what Jesus comes to do. Break down those categories. So be very leery of ministries that tell you who you can fellowship with, who's allowed at your table, who you're allowed to embrace and call a friend. Because you might be hearing a sort of neo-pharisaical gospel. Jesus believes that everyone's a sinner. Jesus believes that righteousness is a gift of God given to people who repent and believe on God, who change their mind about God, about the nature of God, about the love of God, about the presence of God. This is Christ's doctrine. Remember when Zacchaeus in Luke 19 repents, Jesus says, salvation came to this house today. Zacchaeus doesn't confess and go through all the right. He doesn't even go through a ritual purity, none of that stuff. He just changes his mind. And in that moment, Jesus declares him righteous. I came not to call the righteous, but to call sinners. It's not saying Jesus didn't come to call you if you're the righteousness of God. It is to say... Stop looking at yourself as the righteous and someone else as the sinner. Start to realize that we are all in the same boat and Jesus came to call all. Tomorrow, there will be we're going to deal with the question about fasting. And it leads us into some beautiful roads that I think have to do with covenant. And we'll talk about this in the next few days, including tomorrow we'll introduce the sermon you can look for on Sunday's double podcast day when we drop the DDP and 
a full-length message. We'll tell you all about it tomorrow. Hope you have a great day. God bless.